Welcome to the one on one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. I get the truth, then I give them the scoop. If anybody got a question, I give them the proof. Welcome to the one on one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. I get the truth, then I give them the scoop. If anybody got a question, I give them the proof. Welcome to one on one at Legacy Lake Sports Network. Hello, everybody. Darrell Owens, Legacy Maker Sports Network, and welcome to the second edition of One on One. And we're very glad to have uh, with us today the head coach of the Richmond Spiders women's basketball team, Mr. Aaron Russell. Coach Russell, how are you doing today? I'm doing very well. I appreciate you having me on. Oh, it's an honor. It's always it's always the honor. It's always an honor to have you coaching. You know, we we've had such a a solid relationship throughout the. Uh, throughout the year and, uh, you know, having a chance to uh, spend time and, and really get a chance to know each other. So I truly appreciate, you know, having you on with this. This is, this is going to be awesome. Thanks. I appreciate that. That means a lot. And uh, <laughs> we, we miss you over here. We, we do. We miss uh, you. Well, don't worry. Hopefully we'll be back ready to roll for the season. Um, can't wait to see how things go. But, yeah, Coach, let's, let's get this thing going one-on-one, kind of dig a little into Coach Aaron Russell of the – Richmond Spiders. Uh, now, Coach Russell, let's let's get this with the basic thing. This is what's been going on lately. Uh, COVID nineteen. It seems like it's trying to come to an end, but we don't know just yet. But tell me how family life has been through uh, COVID, and how you and your family have kind of adjusted, and how uh, just adjusting in basketball in general. Yeah, um, much like a season, uh, good good times and bad times, right? You know, I, I think this was something that obviously incredibly unfortunate and not anything that any of us wanted, you know, and I, I think obviously when, when we left our team, uh, for the most part, we left them either in Dayton or, you know, some of them did come back and kind of went home from uh, from here after the, uh, the A-10 tournament. You kind of got a sense a little bit this was coming, but none of us thought this was going to be, you know, this extended. And I think while it was at first kind of like, okay, it's kind of what we have to do, but everybody hold tight. You know, this coincides with a, a break for you guys anyway from basketball. You know, you, you didn't anticipate it being what it is now. And, you know, so I, I think first and foremost, you know, professionally, we miss our players. You know, you, you miss working out with them and, and having them here. Um, but the other flip side of that is from a family standpoint, you know, my, my wife was like, well, you're, you're home more than you, you have been. We, we went from basically like the crunch time of season when we didn't see you as much to, to really you being home all the time, still getting work done, but, but home all the time. And that's still the case now, uh, you know, try to get in the office, you know, from, from time to time. I'd say maybe her enthusiasm for me being home has maybe, <laughs> maybe gone down a little it's bit. I'd like to think that overall. The person is like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think, she's, I think she's gone from the, oh, you, you might not be on the road recruiting. That might not be too bad this summer to, oh, you're really not going to be on the road. They're, they're not going to get you out there. Uh, but it, it has been fun. I mean, obviously a, a net positive. And I think that's something that we've talked to our players about, but really more with my wife and, and about our, our family and about our, our kids. You know, we have a nine-year-old son, five-year-old daughter and three-year-old daughter. And, 
And I, I wanted to make sure that I maximize this, but I also wanted them historically to look back at this, especially as long as this is, has gone on. I wanted them to look past on this and, and have fond memories. And that's probably been a, a little bit easier uh, to, to get there with the nine-year-old. Um, but, but hopefully I think with the other two as well. Yeah, uh, you know, it's been a little bit of a battle because, you know, I can tell you, you know, being at home these last two months with the kids has been definitely an adventure. We've we found some fun things to do. We've had some races in our cul-de-sac, which my uh, my middle daughter threw me into the woods. She, you know, it, it's it's it was like a bad version of NASCAR getting pushed into the wall. And then I just went flying into the woods. It was a bad deal, but we definitely had a good time. But I think that it kind of brought like as a kid for me. You know, you growing up in the country, you had to create games. And I felt like right. that's what we've been able to do. It's been, it's been a lot of fun. It's definitely yeah, been a lot yeah, of fun. Well, I'll, I'll, speak, I'll speak for her, man. Robin's racing. You know, Robin's <laughs> racing. You know, that, that, that's all part of the, part of the thing. Um, but it, it's been interesting. You know, I, I think talking to especially the nine-year-old about, you know, every once in a while we, we hear the word bored. And it's like, oh, man, you don't know what boredom is. Let me, <laughs> you tell, you what, let me tell you what our options were 30 years ago when we were your age, you know. And, you know, you're running out of things on the iPad. Like, that wasn't around, son. You know, our, our, our little mini road trips, you know, or, or being at home, like you said, you had to create that fun. And, you know, now, now we're threatening to not have devices or not threatening to not have video games. And it was like, that's <laughs> like, whoa, that wait was a life minute. back then. <laughs> Take them away. That was life. <laughs> So there's some life skills going on over here at the Rosal household too. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Now, coach, uh, you know, you kind of mentioned a little bit, but uh, this is, you know, in your, this has been your first season. You got your first season under the belt. Uh, last year before last year, you had nine wins this year. Y'all hit, uh, you get six more wins on the season, which is a, is, is a good improvement um, for the program. And unlike uh, a lot of basketball teams, they didn't get an opportunity to say that, okay, we completed our season. And we, you know, we know what to build. And some people were left out in the open because of COVID. Uh, but now that you've had a chance to sit back a little bit, reflect on the season, what are your thoughts on the overall season and, and just how you felt uh, things went the first uh, season? Yeah, and, and first off, you know, we did have that closure. You know, so I think we probably feel differently than, than others out there. And, you know, we're, you know, we're – where we, where we came from up at Bacchanal, you know, they didn't get to finish their season, you know, and, and, and we look across the hall at the, at the men's team, which, you know, had a phenomenal season, I, I think, for us to, to watch them. And, you know, I hate to say experience with them, but kind of experience watching them in the season they had what was amazing. You know, I, I put myself in one of those early believer categories of our men's team this year. I felt like we saw that this summer and, you know, great group of coaches, great group of guys. And, heartbreaking for them not to finish the season and we didn't have that that heartbreak and almost in you don't have to feel guilty about this but I think for us it was it was it was a positive season for us I think we, we look back at this and you know whether you win 28 games or win 15 games you're always thinking back to ones that you that you could have had and how things could have gotten better but I think overall for for us this was a fantastic season for us and more because I think this was a building block for us and and just from the number of wins but who we competed with and you know, getting eight road wins. I mean, that was something, you know, looking at the schedule was pretty daunting and coming from a program that only won one road game the year before, you know, to get eight was, was I think, a, a great building block for us to, to get 15 wins. But I think against the schedule we had, I mean, we had the highest rated schedule in the A-10 and going up 150 spots in the RPI to 125. I mean, again, I feel like I'm rattling these things off, but I, those, are, those are great accomplishments, you know, yeah. and I think you can measure a lot of things by, by what we accomplished and 
we do have a lot of uh, great players, I think, coming back. And I think that's something that's given us excitement, um, but also kind of we want to make sure that this thing happens, you know. And I think that's, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that, that's the part that's been hard. As, as excited as we are for next year, we knew a big part of whatever success we had next season was going to have to start with the spring. And I felt like this was one of the more important off seasons that and springs that, that I've ever had as, as a coach. You know, we, we kind of put some foundations in, but we had to make sure we kept building on it. And it's still equally important. But we're kind of a little more trust with the players right now that they're doing these things on their own. NCAA has allowed us to, to be a little bit more involved, but nothing physical. It's, right. it's really with us. Our, our team meetings are about life, man. Like, it's not about basketball for the most part. We've just recently kind of gotten into the film thing. And, um, but obviously, with everything going on, you know, for, for us to lose those life conversations would, would be foolish. So you, you're still getting that team building in there somewhere, which is which is a very important element. That's a good deal that you're still able to get that in there. Uh, you know, and you got uh, can you give us a little insight on the recruits you got coming in? Because we know that you uh, signed for uh, young ladies in November. I don't know if we have any updates if you got any more or uh, could yeah. you give us any insight on the young ladies you have coming in? Yeah, we'll, we'll get back to we'll get back to the old ones. But I think we're, we're really excited and still relatively fresh right now because this did happen very, very late in the process, but I think a lot of the local, I think the, the word is out and it is official now, so we can't talk about it. Um, but to, to have a local product, uh, Grace Townsend from, uh, from James River High School, you know, I think she's somebody that we were able to watch a little bit. And I think we kind of sensed and felt our roster was set. So it was something, our communication with her was, you know, just a great kid and trying to kind of, you have interest in, in great kids. You know, she's a mile and a half, not even that, you know, a half mile from, from my house, she's, she's going to high school. So I think we were always aware of her and just kind of curious to see where she was going to go. And we kind of got to the point that we felt like we, you know, we had a, we had a spot uh, for her and, and she had interest. And um, so all of those things kind of came together. And, and I think she's somebody that will add a lot to our program, just the speed and athleticism at that position, the way that she plays, she's a tough, tough competitor. Um, so I think she'll blend in well. And, you know, she was, she's kind of, before her, we were talking about how much longer and, and everything we got with our program. The rest of the four were all over six feet, right. two guards that, uh, you know, six foot guard, a six foot one guard, both of them, I think that can shoot the ball really, really well. Kylie Lewandowski from Pittsburgh, one of the best shooters on the circuit last, last summer. And uh, Siobhan Ryan, man, she set the world on fire, you know, up in uh, Northern, Northern New York, up in Buffalo, you know, had a, had a triple double close to a quadruple double. And she, 46, 47 points in a game, just a flat-out cool. score that I think will, will make an impact right away uh, as far as scoring the basketball. And then got some length with uh, with Addie Budnick from the Chicago area and uh, Maya Etla uh, from outside of Philadelphia in the, in the Bethlehem area. And, you know, both of those two kids are, are big. We With, with every coach, you, you want to have some size, but I don't think right. we're giving up a lot with that size. Yeah, I think they can both stretch the floor. You know, Addie being a, a post player, uh, you know, Maya's capable, uh, along with being inside and, and being 6'3", six, 6'4", six, but Addie Budnick's one of the best shooters that I've seen uh, at, at that position. Uh, so I think hopefully that'll allow us to stretch the floor uh, in the half court, but also be able to dig in some threes and transition as well. Well, I mean, I'm going to tell you what, we've had an opportunity to, and you know, like, this is the first year that we've kind of had a chance to meet, obviously, and this is be our fourth season covering the team, and we've we've seen leaps and bounds on both ends, and we've it's been an honor to be able to see the players uh, grow uh, through the time. Uh, you know, Jade Hines Clark and uh, you know uh, Amy Duggan, just to name a few, and um, just being able to see them grow has been the funnest part 
uh, of covering this team during that time. So I expect big things. I I, I don't want to put no pressure on you, Coach. Uh, you, you uh, are. That's all right. You <laughs> don't are. put no pressure uh, on you, but we're excited and can't wait uh, to be able to, uh, you know, bring some of that uh, coverage to uh, for the Lady uh, Spiders this year. Now, Coach, I, I'm going to go a little bit personal here. We're going to dig just a little bit here. Now, what what gave you the inspiration to say, man, I wanted to – I want to coach. What gave you the inspiration to coach? And how did you get that, that first start uh, um, on the coaching front? Yeah. I, I mean, I would say I always had a passion for basketball, truth being told, even, even as a young, young kid, even up through high school, like I think I had more of a passion for the, um, the strategic side of, of basketball and kind of mm-hmm. watching games. I loved playing and still, still do, but I, I, more watching basketball. I, I felt a weirdly uh, more passion for that. You know, if you were to ask me all my life, if, if, if nothing mattered with regard to money and you could make this a career, I would have always said coaching basketball. And if I could get to the college level, that would be a dream. But never really pursued it, to be honest with you. You know, I, I went to I went to University of Iowa uh, thinking I either wanted to become you and, and be a journalist um, <laughs> or or I wanted to uh, I wanted to be a lawyer. You know, I, I thought law school was going to happen for me and, and took the LSAT and kind of prepped and planned for law school. And, and really, even after graduating undergrad, I, I thought I was only taking a year off and then would, would kind of go back to the, you know, defer that and, and go to law school. Had a, had a great professor my, my senior year. Um, you know, one of those, you never think writing a 30-page autobiography is something <laughs> fun. Uh, but it was one of those, you kind of find yourself and she read it. And, you know, it's like, well, dude, like, you're 22. Why are you not following your passion? What, what are you doing here? You right. know, you tell me why you're going to law school. What, what, what are you doing? And, my answers weren't good, you know. Obviously, the <laughs> when your answer is, uh, I have some friends that are lawyers and they have cool boats. That that's not exactly that's not exactly what your professors want to hear. Um, so, I, fortunately, one of the one of the summers that uh, that I was uh, home for from University of Iowa, uh, had an internship with the Minnesota Timberwolves and got to make some contacts. And uh, through that, uh, got to know somebody coaching high school boys uh, in the area and. Uh, just uh, again, even even during that time during high school and during college, every every summer I came home, I was coaching AAU. I had coached a, a freshman team when even when I was a senior in high school, and, and so I always did enjoy that. Uh, but I just never thought you could make a career out of it. And during that year out, I was coaching high school boys, uh, made a contact uh, on on the women's side, which I'd never coached women uh, before, hadn't thought about it, and uh, it offered a graduate assistantship and. You know, they were going to pay for grad school and, and grad school hey. sounded better than law school <laughs> at that point. And, and, and just from there uh, in, in Minnesota, coaching Division II school and had a connection uh, with a friend who had gone to the University of Chicago uh, to work in the athletics department a year before and got hired at University of Chicago as an assistant. And that was in September um, after a long search and not a very fruitful search of trying to find a job. So I <laughs> thought maybe law school was going to happen and, and got hired as an assistant and um, you know, fortunately now, but I think unfortunately at, the, at that time, you know, about two weeks, maybe not even that, uh, after I got hired as a 25-year-old uh, assistant coaching Division III uh, women at University of Chicago, head coach left and, and really put the AD in a tight spot. And I remember him coming in saying, do you have a baseline out of bounds play? Didn't really know what that meant. And he's like, well, I don't know you, uh, but I know I don't have time to go out and do a search uh, for a head coach. So we're wow. going to make you the head coach this year on the, as an interim basis. And, uh, and then we'll kind of do a search at the end of the year. And don't worry, you know, you can still have your assistant job back, um, but just get us through this season. And, and I remember freaking out because, 
you're 25 and as much as you may not let other people know it, you know, you don't know anything at 25. <laughs> when you're really having this conversation. I'm just trying to get, it. I'm just trying to get through. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, uh, and I remember thinking like, Hey, you know, like he's not really selling this as a, as a great job. You're, you're going to have an unsuccessful season. You're going to have that, that poor record next to your name and you're never going to, you're never going to get a head coaching job. And I, I remember thinking about that as a negative and, just had a really, really great group that year that were kind of eager for a change and, uh, and things worked out a uh, long, longer process than I wanted it to be, but I uh, <laughs> was able to, uh, to go through the process, get hired. And, and then from there, spent eight years total at university of Chicago. And then fortunate enough to, to go to Bucknell and, and, and here we are chatting it up in, uh, in Richmond, Virginia. There it is. There it is, coach. I, I tell you, man, I mean, it's, uh, it's a beautiful thing to see, you know, uh, to see the process. Cause you know, I thought I was like, well, man, I'm gonna try to be a coach. And I coached Little League, and I was like, and I had a couple years of JV, and then I was like, I don't think this is where is that for me. I mean, I'm all right, and I know a couple of, you know, uh, you know, I had a little little thing going on, but it, it just wasn't meant to be, Coach. It just wasn't meant to be. <laughs> and, well, it's probably, it's probably from that coaching Little League, man. I've done that, too. I've been that <laughs> route. That, that, that'll, that'll drive you nuts. They'll take oh. you out of it. I, I've, said, I've said many a times, and I love it, and obviously getting an opportunity to coach your kid is – something I didn't think I wanted, you know, and it's even probably a little bit harder with basketball. Um, but, you know, it, it's been enjoyable, but I, I've often said, man, you, you got to pay me to coach little league. I'll, I'll coach college <laughs> basketball for free, but you got to start paying me to coach little, little league. league. You know, <laughs> coach sports. It, it's a different animal. So I understand. Yeah. Those, those, those nine, the nine and 10 year olds were cool, but it was those five and six year olds where the yeah. one kid is going the opposite way. And you're like, come back, man, you get, come this way. You're going the wrong way. Come this way. So those are the ones that were always challenging for me. I'm like, man, we got we got to do better. <laughs> we we got to yeah, do better. Yeah, but, no, I, oh, I've done man. that with the five year olds, and uh, I think when my son was five, he was the one that listened. and He went the right way. My current five year old, she's that one that you're talking about that went that goes the other way. You <laughs> know, when back, you tell her to go, somewhere. come back, son, with the wrong That's way. That's right. Come back. <laughs> That's right. Oh, all right, coach. So now I'm a. Uh, uh, I got a segment here that I'm starting here on one on one called Quick Ones. Kind of like rapid fire for those out there who are trying to like quick ones. Well, that's what we're doing here. Quick ones. You get an opportunity here. I'm going to give you a couple of uh, uh, situations or um, put some one word answers up there, whatever way you want to do it, coach. So we're going to rock this one out. So the first edition of quick ones, congratulations, coach. You get to be the first person to uh, all right. go through the trial and fire here. So, all right. First one on quick ones, favorite basketball player of all time. Oh, man. Uh, so this is interesting. Sorry. Right, so I'm going to say Jordan, uh, for that. Uh, but I will say that has more to do now with the ongoing, uh, dialogue and arguments in our house about who is the greatest basketball player of all time. Um, my, my nine-year-old, you will, we watched the, the Jordan series, the, the last dance and he loved it. I mean, it was, that was a really cool experience to watch that with, with your kid and, and with my wife. Um, but it didn't sway him at all, man. LeBron is is his guy. He'll 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 die with that. Uh, as a kid, I mean, I, I remember appreciating Jordan. I didn't love him, and you know, it's funny how this all happened. One word answer is that what I supposed to do? I mean, no, Sorry about know, that. No, I said Jordan. Want to be no, no, explain, sir. Okay. I, I, right. I want to hear it. That's fine. But it, it's funny now. I remember the first basketball team I was on was in third grade. It was the J.C. Penny Pistons, you know, and. You know, so I was, for whatever reason, thought I, I loved Isaiah Thomas. And, and now you look back and you watch it now and you're like, well, if you love Jordan, you can't like Isaiah Thomas. <laughs> it's, it, it's interesting. And, you know, it's like I also love Joe Dumars because he played defense. And that sounds right. great as a coach now, but it, it wasn't me playing defense back in my youth. I can assure you of that. 
the J.C. Penny Pistons. J.C. Penny Pistons. Wow, <laughs> we had a dynasty going for a while. It was good Did stuff. How many? How many chips, Coach? How many chips? Uh, I don't know how much there were chips at that point, but I, there was a couple undefeated seasons. And if hey. it wasn't undefeated, I'm saying now it was undefeated. <laughs> that's how I remember it. Hey, that's your record book. That's all that's that counts. Right. <laughs> no, right, your books are internet back then either. Yeah. <laughs> all right, here's another one for you, Coach. Uh, sport that you secretly love. Baseball. Um, I, I, I love watching football. Uh, probably enjoyed playing football, uh, maybe more than anything else. But uh, the strategy involved in baseball, you know, and, and I'd, I'd be lying if I said I can't sit there. I'm, I'm not always sitting there watching, you know, a three-hour, and God forbid now, three-hour, 45-minute baseball game in, in April or May. But uh, playoff baseball for me, love it. Uh, being a Cubs fan growing up and, and having uh, 2016 happen with my wife, who just happened to be a grow up a Cubs fan, to, to share that with my son uh, in 2016. I was fortunate enough to go to a World Series game. My, my wife was fortunate enough oh, to go to a World Series game. And, you know, I, we, we were Cubs fans growing up before it was cool. You know, we were, I, I could tell you a lot about the 1984 Cubs when I was four and five years old. Uh, but I, I really, really enjoy watching baseball. I love college baseball. I, lo- I love college softball, actually. Um, so I think that's something that, you know, you talk about dream jobs. I'm not equipped i'm not uh, qualified <laughs> enough to, to be a baseball manager but but i really really love the, the strategy involved with that there's nothing wrong with that sound of that aluminum bat i mean as soon as you hit ding, oh it's, it's magic uh, i played baseball hey. in high school and then i ran into my uh good friend chris tardiff in the outfield uh and then the next day coach told me he said Darrell you're going to be our dh from now on and he, then he pointed <laughs> to the pitching machine and he said that will be your glove uh, for the rest of the season, and the rest is history. I did make all district the following year, so it, you know it did come in handy. So I'll I'll, I'll definitely take it. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what, we make a good team because I was a far far better fielder, you know, and and not a very good hitter. So I would have been that shortstop. Not a shortstop that would get DH for. It. I think if you and I were a team, you would have been getting. I would you would have been my DH. <laughs> I would have been fine in the field, and I would have been perfectly fine with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that because I couldn't get no. I, I was terrible in the outfield. My coach would tell you I. Almost took out my friend. He was like, nah, Darrell, you, we, got, we got to stop this. We got to stop this. All right, Coach, next one. Proudest coaching moment? Oh, um, just because there's so many. If I, if, I, if I went away from the court, it wouldn't be fair. Uh, but I, I would say anytime you win a championship, that th- those are special. Um, I, I would say th- there's always been one game, though. There, there was my, my very first year as an interim coach that uh, – it was, the, it was the very first year of our, our conference play, and again, being 25, and didn't realize it, uh, but we, we were playing our rival at that point, Wash U in St. Louis, and you know, I didn't realize it, didn't re- realize what, what the rivalry was, and we say rivalry now, I guess it grew to that. Uh, we had lost 33 or 34 consecutive games and, and won that first game in overtime. Mm-hmm. They were a top-five team in the nation. We, we were nothing at, at that point, and I felt like that was – ego or confidence boost that maybe gave you a little bit but I, I really felt with that group it was a special group and they bought in all the things that you said you, you thought they bought in and then when they saw that success they bought in like like very few other teams I, I've ever had and, you know cutting on the nets been fortunate enough to, to have that a couple times but uh, really that that first year being 25 the first conference game that year um, you know being a division three school was was really a special thing that I'll, I'll never forget Awesome. And last one, Coach. This one's going to be right up your heart here. 
favorite food. What do we got here? Favorite food. What? What? If you, if you what's your go-to, coach? He's like, man, I gotta have something. I, I need something in my life. What is your favorite food, coach? Well, I, I will, I will tell you if it's me cooking. Um, you know, I, I, I think my staff knows this. I, I love making ribs. Um, ribs are probably hey. my, my favorite food. Um, I, I will admit I'm a little bit of a snob with ribs, so I, I'm not always trying <laughs> other people's ribs. ribs. I, don't you just hate being disappointed? You know, you go somewhere and you're like, that's, that's, not, that's not my answer. And you feel like you're, it's ruined. So I, I have to have somebody I trust, somebody that, that I feel like knows ribs, appreciates ribs, and, and that would always be my go-to if I know that they are good quality ribs there. But yeah. I, I, I don't do a lot of things well. Um, I'm not perfect, but uh, I do love I do love ribs, and, and I will give myself credit. I, I'm a fan of my own. I'll, I'll give myself a pat on the back for that. <laughs> ain't, ain't nothing wrong with that, Coach. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I, I can't even tell you what my specialty is. It's it's something. I'd I'd probably say, um, oh man, I, I don't even know. I, I I can cook though. My wife is like, I do more cooking than her. I don't, maybe hope she don't hear this, but I do. Yeah, I, I know. We don't want to get ourselves. We don't want to get ourselves in no. trouble. But hey, <laughs> What, a, what an awesome town. I mean, there's so many great things about moving down here to Richmond, but this is like food central, man. There, there are there's unbelievable restaurants everywhere. we've been to. There are so many more on our list. And, you know, we, we've tried to do the, the takeout stuff here in the last three months, but, you know, so many negatives to, to what's going on right now. But we had a pretty good list and, and some babysitters lined up, my wife and I, to, to get out there and try some of these new places. <laughs> we'll still get there. Um, but, uh, but we've just been very fortunate and, and, and pumped. So many great things about getting on the other side of, of this pandemic. But uh, there's going to be a lot of babysitters in our neighborhood that are going to get some work because my wife and I, we got work to do. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Hey, you gotta you gotta hit the pavement. You gotta hit it strong. Ain't nothing wrong Absolutely. with that. Absolutely, <laughs> it's an off season plan, man. We all got them. We yeah, all got them. That ours. Gotta, gotta have it. All right, coach. So, any special projects going on right now? Anything that's near and dear to your heart uh, that you're kind of working on that that you want to you know you know give the listeners and just let them know what you yeah. got going on. Yeah, I, I mean, I think from a from a basketball standpoint, you know, phenomenal staff, and I think we we probably haven't been the best at putting what we do on paper, you know? So I think when people are interested in what we're doing and you're trying to either give a clinic or you're trying to, to kind of mentor somebody or talk to somebody, we don't always have those things on paper. And my, my staff's been phenomenal. I think this has been a break for, uh, I hate to say break, but this has kind of allowed us that time to get to more things on paper uh, with technology now to kind of organize our, our playbook, organize our thoughts, organize what we want to do, take a harder look at at why we do things and, and, and at, at we'll make some tweaks, you know, based on next year's roster, but just some, some things that we've kind of played around with over the years. And, um, so I think that's, that's been great. Uh, I think the other thing is this off season has allowed a lot more sharing with and from basketball coaches uh, across the country. I mean, there are online clinics and you don't have to pay a dime, you know, if you don't want to. And oh, some awesome. of them, you know, there is some, there is some financial components, are some financial components to it, but I, I just think this has been a great year to kind of, expand our knowledge, learn about other things. And, and sometimes that drives home why you do things. Uh, but I think the other part of it is as much as we miss our players being here, it, it's given us a unique relationship with them to do a lot of, we called it team building earlier, but just like I said, some talks about life, you know, and, you know, there's been some times where I'm like, this, this probably was better that, that we were talking, you know, looking at squares on a, on a computer screen, talking, talking, <laughs> um, you know, with, with, you know, we talked about pandemic going on and, and obviously there, there, there's other craziness going on right now. And I think we've 
we haven't hid from that. You know, we, we've had some really uncomfortable conversations. We've had some real talks uh, as a staff. We've had some real talks as a team. And um, I'm not happy that we've been forced to have those talks, but I think it's been growth for us. It's been growth for our team. You know, it, it's, there's some aspects to it being maybe more comfortable if you're talking uh, to a computer screen, but I think that's one of them that we're looking forward to kind of being in a circle with our family, with, with our group and, and having real conversations. You know, I think we've, without basketball, you don't have that in your hand. You can't do the physical side of it. You know, you're, you're, I hate to say forced, but you're, you're allowed some time to, to learn about each other and learn some, some different things about each other. And I think that's, I think that will maybe help us on the basketball court, but I also don't know if that's why we're doing it. You know, I think it's just getting to know each other, learning about life, learning about each other and, and bettering ourselves. And again, I, I believe, I have to believe, I do believe that we will be stronger on the other end of, of all of this going on. Um, but I think, I think some of what we're doing right now will, will help get us there. I, I, I agree with you hundred percent coach. I think, you know, we're going to get exactly where we need to be. And uh, I think that uh, as a whole, that we can come together and make good things happen. Now, Coach, before we get off of here, once again, thank you. I, I truly appreciate it, man. It's like you're one of my favorite people to talk to. Uh, so you, you here, too. Yeah. <laughs> I, I truly appreciate it, man. And uh, so is there any message that you want to give to uh, Spider Nation? I mean, anything that you want to let them know, uh, you know, here's your platform to say, hey, this is it. You know, anything that you want to tell uh, Spider Nation? Yeah, you're going to enjoy this team. You know, you're going to enjoy this program over the next four years, um, five years, six years, however long that is. But you're going to enjoy this team, and that's because we're going to play an exciting style. You know, that's great. Um, you know, we got some really good players coming in next year and on the horizon. Like, the future is very, very bright. And, you know, I'm looking forward to everybody jumping on board here at some point. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it's more fun when you do this from the beginning. You know, so I think we had a great support system last year, and I think people really got excited. But there's some really exciting times ahead and you know that that's that's hopefully with some on-court successes and, and everything but you're gonna you're gonna enjoy the people that are in this program you know we're gonna make sure that we get out and we meet you and you're gonna you're gonna see that we do have a special thing going on right now uh, but you're gonna be proud of this team you're gonna be excited to cheer for this team and and you're gonna have fun while doing it so we're we're hoping to, to play in front of you guys uh, yes. here yes. In, in november let, let, let's hope for that and uh, this team's working hard right now. This team's working hard, and uh, I'm looking forward to some post-game conversations. With yeah, you. and I, I'm going to tell you what, Coach. I'm going to start practicing names now because um, <laughs> I, I know that I, I was practicing hard last year towards the end, and I, I'm, I'm going to make sure because you, you brought in some, some, some interesting names. So I'm going to be practicing to make sure when we, we got those broadcasts going there, boom, we got some – we got some smooth things going because I ain't trying to jack up them names, coach. I can't do that. All right. Well, <laughs> we, we appreciate the work that you're putting in. We're going to put in the work. So when you say those names, you're going to say it with some excitement because there's, there's some good things happening on the court. All right, everybody. Coach Aaron Russell of the Richmond Spiders women's basketball team. Thank you, head, the head coach of the team. Coach, I truly appreciate it. And thank you for coming to be a second guest here on one-on-one -on, -one on the Legacy Maker Sports Network. Thank y'all for tuning in. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And y'all make sure y'all go out there and check out the Richmond Spiders once November hits because we're going to be there. You should be there too. All right, everybody. Until next time. One, 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 one.
one, 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 one. Welcome to the one on one, one on one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. I get the truth, then I give them the scoop. If anybody got a question, I give them the proof. Welcome to the one on one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. I get the truth, then I give them the scoop. If anybody got a question, I give them the proof. Welcome to one on one at Legacy Lake Sports Network.